Information, news, and entertainment on demand. WSRadio.com Accomplishment Coaching is proud to present the following fine programming. Accomplishment Coaching, where coaches lead and leaders coach. AccomplishmentCoaching.com Welcome to Heart Empowered Women Radio with your host, Clarice Connolly. Hello and welcome back to another episode. I am Clarice Connolly. I'm a women's empowerment coach. I work with entrepreneurs and women who are living life with entrepreneurs and women, both and, and (laughs) who are living life without or are really unsure of what their purpose is and are kind of struggling with their self-esteem. They don't know what they want and are ready to really just take that next step and reinvent their life. And as part of that, it's really just a matter of having conversations and really breaking up how things are going. And so today I really want to jump into something you may or may not have thought of and you may benefit or may not benefit from breaking up. But today I have with me is my dear friend and roommate, Summer. Welcome to the mic. Thank you very much. Thank you for joining us today. So today we're actually going to talk about a little conversation I'm sure everyone's talking about everywhere is New Year resolutions. And my thought is really like, how is it going, right? Like everyone has... New Year's resolutions, and then, you know, maybe it's a stereotypical lose weight, and a week later, you know, the gym membership's getting a little, getting a little, uh, scarce. I don't know the word for that. But I really just kind of want to break it up. So what, when you think of New Year's resolutions, like, what comes up for you? Uh, I was thinking the gym membership becomes abandoned. Thank you. Better word. (laughs) So, so... The word resolution or New Year's resolution feels really false to me. Mm -hmm. And it feels like a commercial term, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, it doesn't feel like there's a lot of depth or uh, validity behind it at this point Mm -hmm. in my life anyway. And Mm -hmm. just looking at society as a whole, that that feels like that's what we're supposed to hear this Mm -hmm. time of year. New Year's resolution. What's your resolution? Mm Mm-hmm. I really like the thought when you break it down, right? Like the word resolution is like you're resolving something. So it's like when you resolve something, you automatically think there's a problem and then you're trying to fix it. And so by that nature, it's already, you know, flawed. It's it's like, okay, what's your problem this year that you're going to work on? And like, that's not encouraging. I don't feel good about that. Right. So it's really just like by, by construction, it's it's flawed. Right. And what's our motivation behind wanting to resolve anything? Yeah. You know, oh, I want to lose weight or I want to um, institute some sort of practice like read more or uh, be on my phone less. And what's what's the motivation behind really any resolution is what I'm thinking about. And it's almost it's almost perpetuating that we aren't enough. Right. Because when you're talking about a problem, it's like, oh, we're broken. This is my problem. I'm overweight. I need to fix that. And when you're kind of relating to yourself as that, you almost create more of that. You you really just start to like fuel that fire and manifest more of the same, right? So 
it's wild that maybe it is, or, you know, I really probably should have researched like where it originated from. Um, it's probably some salesman in the 1960s that right. was like, yeah, we're going to create ads this beginning of the year of people to go out and buy everything to solve and fix something. And and that will make you feel better. Yeah, this will make you whole. Yeah. This thing. So when you're relating to yourself as needing to be fixed or like a problem that needs to be solved, it's like you never you never st- stop having problems to solve. Right. And I'm just like continually going back to the motivation motivating force behind wanting to make a resolution mm-hmm. and I'm thinking well, as humans, we all just want to feel good. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. if I resolve to fix this problem, I'll feel better. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. how can we feel good right where we are? Right, right. And so I love this, too, because then it's like, you know, I started the new year back home and on the East Coast. And I had a lot of friends who were like, oh, well, what are your New Year's resolutions? You know, and I kind of had this moment where I was like, Oh, I forgot about that. Like, I don't... The word almost makes you cringe. Yeah, right? right? And so it was interesting to me because I was like, man, I, you know, I don't actually know what mine would be. And then it dawned on me that as a coach, like, I, I work inside of projects. Like, I create them as, like, I want to make a world impact, you know. And so my project inside of that, I have milestones to meet. And then I have you know, bigger goals inside of the, the project that I want to, you know, aim for. And it was funny because I thought, man, like I, of me as a coach, I don't have resolutions. And it's like, I just changed the word. Like I don't, I have goals. I have projects. I have things that I'm working towards. And I just kind of like laughed at myself of like, Oh, you just didn't call them resolutions, you know? And I really just thought that this would be a great opportunity to have you listeners to like reassess, right? Like when I think of all of the resolutions that I've ever had, they've all all been very lose weight and stop eating sugar and swear less or, you know, um, I think it's, I really just think it's been losing weight every year. I don't know if I deviate. Well, it didn't work last year. This year I'm going to try harder. And, you know, that's what happens there. But um, it's just... You know, what if you could actually take this opportunity and utilize it to your advantage and really just kind of dissect like, okay, maybe the resolution word itself like doesn't sit with you, right? Like maybe it's because none of them have ever worked and now you're like, the stuff is, yeah, I'm done with this. I'm not doing it anymore. But what if you could actually use the momentum of the new year and the whole resolution thing and actually tweak it so that it's like applicable or you feel empowered by it or you feel like, oh yeah, uh-huh, my new year's resolution is not like any other ones. Right. Or changing the word, like my new year's resolution is to not hold on to a resolution. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe my New Year's resolution is to have intention for this year, mm-hmm. like a grand intention. And then how can I work with that every day? Mm-hmm. And then again, going back to like, what is the driving force behind a resolution? Because yeah. you're not feeling good where you are. So, And that's, and that's the point that I really want to dive into in this, in this entire podcast is 
if you relate to it as a resolution, right, by nature, subconsciously, whatever it is, it's almost a disempowered place. Like it's a fix. Like you're, okay, I'm going to resolve this. I have a problem. Let's solve it. This is what this year is going to be focused on. And yeah, like it absolutely lose steam. You know, maybe you get a gym buddy and the two of you go five days a week until you burn out. And then February, it's like, man, nothing changed, right? And I know a lot of the times it's like Rome wasn't built overnight and it took you 10 years to put on this kind of weight. It's not going to take you 10 weeks to get it off, right? It's really just kind of like, what if, what if you chose a new word, right? It's the same concept, but what if it's New Year's intention? Right. And that could be a fun game to play too, like mm-hmm. really paying attention to your words. Mm-hmm. So my intention is to feel better in general. Mm-hmm. And maybe uh, you're thinking that losing weight or going to the gym or, um, you know, calling your mom and dad more often will help you feel better. And so you resolve to do those things. But it feels like a lot of pressure, you know, to... Mm-hmm. To have to keep that resolution. So, so yeah, just like having that intention of, you know, the general feeling for my year is to just feel good about life where I am. And then think about what kind of things you know how to do to make that happen. And also thinking about what kind of things you can learn to make that happen, just to feel good in life where you are. I love it. And I totally just took two seconds to define it on Google's. Thanks, Google's. (laughs) And an intention is just an aim or a plan. And I just love that, like, even when you say those words, Mm. it's just like, oh, an aim. Like, it just has less significance or less weight. You're like, oh, a plan. An aim feels way easier. I know, right? (laughs) Than a resolution. Automatically, I'm like, oh, this is light. This then becomes, like, fun. It's It's less daunting yeah you know and it's like sure when you're aiming like it goes sometimes the wind catches it and then it goes in a different direction but it still gets to where you were aiming kind of right so it's just like you don't you don't shoot an arrow and then like get so upset that it's like way off mark it's just like okay shoot shoot again Yeah. yeah and I love that right so it's like automatically just kind of sitting with like the word intention and you know if intentions to foo-foo or, you know, cliche or, you know, whatever your attachment is to that, find another word, right? Like maybe it's your year goal. Like maybe it's your year um, plan, right? Maybe it's, and it's really like, it's not a one size fits all. Like I don't ever want to pretend like I'm on this podcast telling you this is what you should do and this is how it should be. And I know all and whatever and whatever. It's just off. It's just food for thought. And also intention is a really predominantly used word Mm -hmm. right now in our culture and our our society. So really just sitting with what does intention mean to you? You know, oh, my intention is this. But really, what does that mean? Like you said, an aim or a plan. Right. So we're really going to take the next segment to dive in more into that, right? Like it's really just having a conversation of like, Maybe you'd prefer resolution. Maybe it's just letting go of how all of the other resolutions have gone and recreating a new relationship to the word. And that's really like when you can empower yourself with a word that really sets it apart or makes it much more fun or has a different effect, then you can actually utilize this opportunity for the good that it is. 
And that's what we're going to dump into next. So tune in more and we're really going to kind of give you an opportunity to empower what's present. I'm Clarice Connolly and I'm your women's empowerment coach and you're listening to Summer and I talk about New Year's resolutions first Hi, Scale Listener. This is David Finkel, co-host with Jeff Hoffman of Scale Your Business Radio. I wanted to let you know that our newest book, Scale, was just released and encourage you to get your copy. The book will give you seven proven principles to grow your business and get your life back. It's for every entrepreneur who ever wondered if they really own their business or if their business owns them. It'll help you to work less by getting your business to produce more. Get your copy online or at your local bookseller. For more information, go to scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com. On the internet, your business's reputation can be unjustly destroyed in an instant. Don't wait for that to happen. Building and marketing your five-star reputation can increase your business by as much as 19%. Take control of your reputation and have the five-star reputation you deserve with Reputation Marketing Solutions by DSI Development. Become the go-to company by visiting 5starrepmarketing.com. The number 5starrepmarketing.com. Do you want to be a professional coach? Are you in business trying to make a real difference with people you manage or work with? Have you started a coaching practice that isn't quite getting off the ground? Get the skills you need to be a successful coach today with the Coach's Training Program from Accomplishment Coaching. The Coach's Training Program will show you how to help others focus and be more fulfilled. Whether you want to improve your company's bottom line or create a thriving coaching practice, Accomplishment Coaching can give you the distinctions and practices you need to coach others effectively today. Accomplishment Coaching has spent six years developing a cutting-edge coaches training program that will have you ready to coach people professionally in just 12 months, and you don't have to take time off work to do it. To find out more about the coaches training program, just call 1-888-548-6813. That's 1-888-548-6813. Has your business been appified? Are you tired of doing marketing that doesn't deliver results? Mobile apps build loyalty and quality retention. Your app from UPG Mobile puts your business on their mind and at their fingertips. UPG Mobile will give you a custom app highlighting how you are unique, targeting your message, and improving your open rates. Appify your business and amplify your presence with your customers at upgmobilemarketinggroup.com. In the military, things can change in an instant. The Navy Mutual Aid Association, we understand because it's our life too. That's why our dedication to serving the life insurance needs of our military veterans and their families is unrivaled. Navy Mutual offers superior life insurance protection without military service restrictions and limitations. A single focus on providing the peace of mind military families are looking for. That's what we do. Navy Mutual, ensuring those who serve. Call 800-628-6011 or go to NavyMutual.org. Talk to me. Information, news, and entertainment on demand. Accomplishment Coaching is proud to present the following fine programming. Accomplishment Coaching, where coaches lead and leaders coach. AccomplishmentCoaching.com Welcome to Heart Empowered Women Radio with your host, 
Clarice Connolly. Hello and welcome back. My name is Clarice Connolly. I am with the beautiful Summer. I, who is joining me and we're diving in about resolutions. I I really got inspired to do this because I, again, went home uh, to Pittsburgh and I was sitting with a bunch of friends and family and I just kind of noticed that it wasn't brought up. Like, New Year's was here and it was all about where are we going, what are we doing? And when the time came, it was just kind of like, you know, I didn't want to be the I'm normally like the positive ray of light that's a life coach now and everyone just hates having the life coach conversations. So, you know, it's kind of funny where I just sit and observe now at this point. And um, I didn't want to be that person that's like, so what's everybody's new resolutions as I stumble through it. Um, And so I kind of just got curious and had private conversations instead of, you know, embarrassing anyone if they would, but then no one was talking about it. And... No one had thought about it or they weren't going to do one or they didn't believe in it. And it kind of like made me sad, right? Like I get that there is definitely social aspect to it and the media wants you to, you know, do it for maybe sales purposes, whatever, right? I don't know what the origin is. Still should really probably look that up. Um, and it just was like the while the word resolution has a negative stigma or you know, people are incomplete about how it's gone the past few years. It's still a great opportunity to to catch the wave, like to have the momentum, to partner up with a friend who's also has a goal or a plan that they want to execute. And I really want to just break that up. Like I really want to just have this conversation today about like, okay, maybe it's just the word resolution that doesn't work for you, you know? Maybe you have five friends, ten friends that also want momentum to do something different. And you could really, I mean, it's still only the first week. You can still rally together and, and create that. So my thought today is just really just breaking up or dissecting and looking at the word resolution and kind of giving you an opportunity to like re-empower or empower this new year as an opportunity to do something new. Or, and... Summer found the, the definition to resolution, which like blows my mind because I never actually read it. But what was the, re- the definition that you found? Yeah. So the definition of resolution <laughs> is a firm decision to do or not to do something or the action of solving a problem, dispute or contentious matter. So it's really a matter of semantics, right? Mm-hmm. Like that those words I just read, they kind of invoke like this harsh feeling almost like black and white like to do total or black to or not white. do something. Yeah. And then leaving that kind of out there, I also keep focusing whenever you're speaking, I'm hearing the word momentum. So mm-hmm. I feel like it's important to speak to the fact that this time of year, there is like a grand feeling mm-hmm. of momentum. Mm-hmm. And so why not use that yeah. to impart some sort of change in direction or like the word Mm -hmm. intention spoke to an aim for Mm -hmm. you to um, really focus on. Yeah. And I think that that's like, that's huge, right? That's, you know, when you want to create a shift in your way of life, it's sometimes you can feel discouraged because you don't have the support system or someone who believes in the same thing that you're up to or sees it or understands it. And I always say that I was like a dreamer who grew up in a house in a city full of realists. And it was like heart-wrenching for me to grow up and have this grand idea that I was going to move to California or that I was moving out of state. 
And everyone was just like, why would you want to do that? Like, all you know is here. Everything that you have is based out of Pittsburgh. And it's like, I I really just was like, oh, okay. You know, and when you hear that every year, time after time, and you just start to like, well, maybe I shouldn't, you know? And then you're like, okay, I guess I'll spend another four years here and get a degree. And, and it really just like killed my spirits for a while until finally, like, you know, I felt like the shackles <laughs> came off and I graduated college and I was like, I'm free. I can do whatever I want, you know? And, and had I not been the ambitious or driven person that actually followed for me my intuitive pull to move across country, you know, I likely would have just given in to, you know, the norm and what everyone else was doing. And it's, it's really, you know, I think that year for me in January that I just was like, you know what, like this year I'm moving, like I'm creating my life. And as soon as I graduate, I'm gone. And I moved a month after, um, a month after I graduated but it was because of the momentum. Like it was because of like, Hey, what's your new year's resolution came around that I just was like, you know what? This is what my new year's resolution is going to be. Like, I'm going to make a profound move in my life. And I want to like get people excited again about that. Like, I really want to like the, the word resolution itself gives you like this awful feeling of like black and white. You either don't or you do. And if you don't, then you failed. Yeah. If you do, then you passed. Or going back to the fixing a problem. Yeah. So how about the intention and then the aim? And then, yeah, what do you do little things at a time to work towards that mm-hmm. aim, you know, to, to continue the aim towards your intention? Right. Absolutely. So I think this this part I really want to kind of get clear on, like, defining. Like, defining what you want your intention to be or what you want your resolution to be right and so it's like even in the words like do you want to use resolution because you're the person that needs like ultimatums to like motivate you right but notice where we've been talking about and summer's been bringing up is like where is you where's it coming from like where are you choosing from if you're the type of person that gives yourself the ultimatum is it because you want to beat yourself up after it like when you don't get it you know or is it because you're used to being like scolded for you know not executing or whatever it is right so maybe just try on intentions and if not you know, for the entire year, maybe for the next 45 minutes. Right. And I was going to speak to that as well. Like you have a whole year to -hmm. carry out this intention. Mm -hmm. So day one, you are not doing at all. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's the importance, I think, of defining. Like you have an entire year. So if you were to look at a calendar and you have a 12-month calendar, you know, what what is your intention? Do you have an intention for the year? It's pretty airy-fairy. My intention for the year is, um, well, to continue the momentum I have leaving 2017 Mm -hmm. to just really feel good, be open to learning. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah, I kind of ditched resolutions quite a few (laughs) years ago. I love it. (laughs) I love it. So my intention for this year is to trust more. Mm. And... I liked what you're saying with like airy fairy because it's it's vague enough, but it's also intentional. Well, and it also helps me feel good. Like yeah. I know the things that I do that bring me a good feeling. That's a general term, but wellness, like mm-hmm. physical, mental, emotional, spiritual. What do I do 
that keeps me feeling like a high, on a higher vibration. I love that, right? So that's a perfect, like, so if we're looking at a calendar and we're talking about, like, your intention of, like, feeling good this year, it's literally could be as easy as, like, breaking it down. Like, you just said, the mental, the physical, right? So it can be defining it in, like, a month-to-month or, like, every week, like, making sure you're doing something mental, you're doing something physical, you're doing something, Right. And I think that that's something that we miss. Like when we set these resolutions, it's like, I want to lose 10 pounds, right? So what if the resolution was to feel good? Right. And so in feeling good, Mm -hmm. part of that for me, like specific example would be to go to yoga on a regular Mm -hmm. basis. So Mm -hmm. that doesn't mean out of the gate of this new year, I'm going to go to yoga every single day. And if Mm -hmm. I don't, I failed. Mm -hmm. It's looking at a calendar and saying, Hey, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday work for me. I'm going to write those on the calendar and I'm going to show up. And on those days when I show up, really just acknowledging, Hey, I showed up. This Mm -hmm. felt really good. Mm -hmm. And that's what I did today. Mm -hmm. You know, that doesn't mean, well, my other aspects of feeling good are meditating and reading and cooking a um, vegetarian meal and, you know, having a conversation with my mom that's loving. So like, it's not this list of things I know Mm -hmm. help me feel good that I'm doing all in one day. It's Mm -hmm. like, hey, today it was showing up for yoga. Right. And I love to, for me, last year was self-love. And it was kind of wild where like the first month of last year, I was like, all right, I'm setting up doctor appointments. Like I haven't been to the doctor in years And I went and scheduled a chiropractic appointment, uh, you know, a regular doctor and I think uh, eye doctor. And like I just the whole month I was like, you know what? It's just doctors this month. Like I'm going to get checked out. This is what I'm going to do. And then it was kind of cool because the next month I think that I just intuitively um, had something happen where I just was like, oh, you know what? This month is going to be about yoga, right? And it's kind of like I had the plan, but I also like the bigger umbrella plan was Mm self-love and like learning how to love myself. And, you know, when you have that, like that's your goal. When you chunk it down, it's actually like a lot more achievable. Like you're almost like setting yourself up for success in that regard. But it's like if you're and I, I really love the point that you like wrote home is like it's not doing it all in one day. Right. Like it can easily be. Um making just like I went to yoga and that feels good yeah so I'm like achieving the intention with each small step mm-hmm. and by default maybe if you go yoga three times a month you might lose weight so you get to exactly. kind of notice that there's like actual perk to having such like a feel good or self-love kind of intention so we're gonna dive in more to really chunking it down defining it and just celebrating yourself along the way Thanks for listening. I'm Clarice Connolly, and you're listening to Summer and I kind of dissect what it is to have a New Year's intention. Tune in next to learn more. If you heard that sound, you probably are eligible for insurance from Navy Mutual, insuring the men and women of the Navy, Marines, and Coast Guard. Here's what one policyholder, retired Navy Commander Thomas Dade, had to say. Navy Mutual is the best insurance decision I ever made. I wish you had a savings plan available that earned the rates my Navy Mutual insurance has been earning. 
Navy Mutual Aid Association, started by military members in 1879, serves active, reserve, and retired military today. Navy Mutual honors our military by providing them affordable life insurance with the features they need without fine print, sales fees, or military service restrictions. Value, integrity, trust, and stability are the cornerstones on which our commitment to you and your loved ones are built. Call Navy Mutual at 1-800-628-6011 or NavyMutual.org for your personal life insurance plan consultation. 1-800-628-6011 or NavyMutual.org. Navy Mutual, insuring those who serve. Hi, this is Rob Barnett, CM founder of VinVillage.com and the Wine and Dine Show on Vin Village Radio. Do you have a wine, event, product, or service to promote? Then contact VinVillage.com to reach thousands of wine lovers across the country. VinVillage connects like-minded wine enthusiasts with unique and exclusive wines, events, products, and services. To learn more, contact us on VinVillage.com. VinVillage is where wine lovers connect. Do you want to be a professional coach? Are you in business trying to make a real difference with people you manage or work with? Have you started a coaching practice that isn't quite getting off the ground? Get the skills you need to be a successful coach today with the Coach's Training Program from Accomplishment Coaching. The Coach's Training Program will show you how to help others focus and be more fulfilled. Whether you want to improve your company's bottom line or create a thriving coaching practice, Accomplishment Coaching can give you the distinctions and practices you need to coach others effectively today. Accomplishment Coaching has spent six years developing a cutting-edge coaches training program that will have you ready to coach people professionally in just 12 months, and you don't have to take time off work to do it. To find out more about the Coaches Training Program, just call 1-888-548-6813. That's 1-888-548-6813. Gotham Books presents Marriage Rules by Harriet Lerner. The book Martha Beck calls required reading for anyone hoping to interact successfully with any other human, not just for those in romantic relationships. Get your copy wherever books and ebooks are sold and visit harrietlearner.com to learn how to change your marriage today. Talk to me. Information, news, and entertainment on demand. WSRadio.com. Accomplishment Coaching is proud to present the following fine programming. Accomplishment Coaching, where coaches lead and leaders coach. AccomplishmentCoaching.com Welcome to Heart Empowered Women Radio with your host, Clarice Connolly. Hello and welcome back. Today we're talking about New Year's resolutions and intentions. So I just want to like pick back up and remind you or reread, but a resolution is a, by definition, a firm decision to do or not to do something. It's the action of solving a problem, dispute, or contentious matter. And it's just like, even when I say that, I'm like, oh man, sounds so intense. Versus like an intention, a thing intended, which is very funny, (laughs) or an aim or a plan. So today we're just kind of having the conversation of like, while resolution 
can have this negative stigma just because of how it's gone. Maybe you didn't meet any of your resolutions the past 10 years. Maybe, you know, it's so played out. It's one of those words where you're like, I'm over it. Um, or you're just not a goal setter or a plan, whatever it is, right? Even by definition, it just sounds so like <clears throat> a firm decision to do or not to do. And maybe that can maybe that can motivate you. Maybe that still is, you know. We're just here today to kind of challenge your train of thought. Like if you're the type of person that's black or white, let's, you know, maybe practice a gray. I feel like we need to make an amends with the term resolution. Yeah. And I feel like we can do that through uh, intention. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, a Mm -hmm. resolution is a fine thing to Mm -hmm. intend. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, you know, I really, again, like just was talking earlier about wanting to hop on the momentum like it's like you know the new year's resolution is like this big wave and everyone's hopping on and you know there's other waves happening but it's just kind of like if you were to catch it like it's it could be used for good like it could be something that you can absolutely utilize for its potential and it's just how you relate to it and so we're just kind of here to kind of give you an opportunity to recreate your relationship to resolutions it's easy as Noticing like, oh man, yeah, resolution doesn't fit for me because I never use, lose the 10 pounds that I want every year um, or because I never make it past February. And then I, you know, so we're offering the food for thought. What if you gave yourself the word near intention? Because intention just seems so, it's an aim. It's an aim, yeah. a plan, right? And so we're, we want you to kind of almost self-define, like what's your plan, Right. And so for me, it's trust. Like I've noticed last year that I I have almost like these places where I could trust more, um, trust women, friends. I could trust more in like the process, trust more in spirit, trust more of my journey. And it's not that it's like a make wrong. Like I don't look at it as like, oh, I don't trust and this is what's wrong with me. I look at it as like, because of how my past has been and because of how things have gone, like these are some areas for improvement and I'm doing just fine as is. It's just kind of like, Oh, wouldn't it be cool if that gave me more freedom or more peace of mind? And so as my year, right? Like my year to this year is just trust. It's like, I get the opportunity to notice where I want to like micromanage projects or I want to control the outcome of, you know, said friendship. And it's kind of like the energy that I'm losing when I'm doing these things don't, doesn't add to my quality of life. It actually takes away from it, right? And so, you know, in every day, if I just sit back and trust one thing, like I'm, I'm doing my intention. Yeah, so that's listening to you. I'm really um, intrigued now. So what are the concrete things you can do to ignite trust ignite your trusting ability and um and to and to go back to that mm-hmm. idea that it's not just like okay January 1st I trust it all yeah you know what exactly what are you going to do on a daily basis mm-hmm. maybe even something you can jot down on your calendar for mm-hmm. like hey at least one time today this or mm-hmm. spend 10 minutes today this mm-hmm. what does that look like when thinking about trust. Totally. And and for me, like, it's great because I work within a team 
and I've worked with a bunch of other coaches and my automatic, right? Like if I get an assignment, it's like, cool, my name's on this assignment. I'm going to do it all myself and I'm going to get it done because I know how to do it, right? And then I notice like, oh, oh, that's so automatic. Oh, cute me, you know? And I've got a team full of 12 other people. And so I practice like when I notice, maybe it takes me three years of doing it or three days of doing it by myself that I'm just like, actually, I have a whole team that I could delegate to. And so I, I notice that I'm just like, oh, here's me doing all this and my plate's so full. Like I can actually reach out and ask for support. And so in that, it's like I'm trusting that someone else can deliver and someone else can also do a great job, if not even better than I would ever. And so for me, it's like in those situations, like noticing like how can I pass off and work together as a team and collaborate and trust in that regard. And for me, like a lot of like concrete ones too, or even as simple as, um, you know, I had a, a lot of uh, young, I guess, experiences as a kid of like a teenage girl just being blown off by her girlfriends. And so when I get blown off and like, or I have plans and they can't do it, I get so hurt by that. I like get so upset that I'm like, I, I have roommates and that's all I need. But and this year, again, like in service of my intention of trusting, it's like I'm, I've been going out of my way to make more plans to like hang out with more of my roommates, to like actually leave the house and do things and trust that like if they decide they don't feel well and can't go, then like that's okay. And I don't have to make it this big really hurt thing from being a 10-year-old that, you know what I mean, her friends couldn't come out and play. But in that, like every time I get to practice that, like I'm already living my intention. Like I'm already winning. Right. You're you're giving yourself permission to trust. And so like going back to the concrete um, actions that you can do to uh, practice trust, like maybe it sounds silly, but maybe it's as far as like, okay, on Monday I have this plan with so-and-so. I'm just going to write this on the calendar. Like I trust whatever happens. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And maybe the plan goes through and it's a wonderful day. Maybe it doesn't. Mm -hmm. Maybe it, you know, hiccups midway. But writing it on the calendar, like using those words, today mm-hmm. I trust, mm-hmm. you've given yourself permission to just like mm-hmm. practice that in that day. You don't mm-hmm. have to worry about the following days or leading up like that. That's one day that I've made this concrete decision and action to practice trust. Right. I love that so much. And I really like, like, A, I want to emphasize like self-define, right? Like trusting doesn't need to be trusting your significant other. Like it doesn't need to be just that, right? For me, it's just everything. Trusting the process. Yeah, like trusting the process is huge for me. And trusting the process means that like some higher power, someone larger than myself, like is sitting back, moving all the pawns and, you know, has a bigger picture for me that I can't see and that's okay, right? So trusting in spirit. Maybe it could mean trusting in God for you. Maybe it's trusting in, you know, whatever it is, right? Like you can add your own words and flavor it the way you want. But I really want to emphasize self-defined. Right. Maybe it's feeling like you did, like feeling good. At first I'm like, wow, that's so vague. But when you you rattled it off, like it means mind, body, and soul. Yeah. Clear as day. The other part I really want to emphasize is have like clear, measurable, clear, measurable like outcomes. Right. That's why I like the idea of really like having a calendar that you can look at mm-hmm. and write on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we use our phones and our devices for so many things. But as far as your personal practice, like I just feel like having that tangible thing in front of your face every day 
where even like writing on each day, this is part of the practice. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's not every single day of the calendar. Maybe it's every other day or a few Mm -hmm. times a week. But something that you can look at and even like instead of cross off the days, draw hard around them like, hey, Mm -hmm. I did that that day. I'm I'm working towards this intention, which was um, ignited by a resolution. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And so just get really clear, like make sure that it's measurable, that you can actually like really chunk it down and see that like, oh, I know my my intention this year is is entrusting. Right. And that seems so fleety when you like look at it like that. But it's like trusting women, like trusting that I'm safe, trusting that it's all going to work out. And those are much more like you can see that you can see how that shows up see how that is see that where that is and when I chunk it down to like okay trusting women it's like what's the little tiny thing that I could start in it's like asking people to make plans like asking people to do something with you yeah and then revisit that Mm -hmm. you know write this stuff down define it for yourself a month in two months in go back to those writings and look at them and decide how did this work out? What mm-hmm. am I, how am I feeling different than I mm-hmm. was a month ago? Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, give yourself the opportunity to pat yourself on the back for it mm-hmm. or to course correct a little bit and say, okay, these, these three things did not work out. Right. What am I going to do instead? And I really love that. We, we were just given an, um, a visual and I, I kind of hear that and what you're saying is like, if your plan is to sail across the ocean blue, you know, and, um, end up in Spain, right? Like the wind might blow you a mile in the wrong, like in, in towards the East. Right. But it's like, you can still readjust the sails course, correct. And still be headed in the right direction. Right. Like it's like, you know, not that there's a right wrong, but you'll still get there. And if there's not a right wrong, then you're on this path Mm -hmm. of least resistance. Right. So no matter where you are on the path, you're still headed towards the destination. I love that. And maybe the mile off was closer to Fiji and so that you got to actually see the island. And so you there's fun a bonus. Along the way. Just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. So for our last segment, we're going to just really just create takeaways. Like what's a tiny thing that you could do this week? What's an actual physical, tangible idea that you can practice? Um, and really just getting super clear on what your intention might be. Gotham Books presents Marriage Rules by Harriet Lerner. The book Martha Beck calls required reading for anyone hoping to interact successfully with any other human, not just for those in romantic relationships. Get your copy wherever books and ebooks are sold and visit harrietlearner.com to learn how to change your marriage today. This is Bill Gruber with BizVid Communications, a Southern California video production leader. We've been honored to sponsor, produce, write, and host many of the fine programs on WS Radio over the years. So we understand how important the internet and your website exposure are. As video producers, we know the tricks and secrets to incorporate video to increase your search engine optimization and business success. Visit bizvidcommunications.com to see what we can do for you. B-I-Z-V-I-D communications.com. 
Looking to be a successful entrepreneur? The virtual assistant industry continues to be a top choice for those looking to start their own business. The problem can be how to become a virtual assistant. Many turn to the Bible of the VA industry, the book, Virtual Assistant, the series. And it's the perfect guide for office managers, executive assistants, and other administrative professionals looking to make the transition from employee to successful business owner. Go to vatheseries.com to get your copy today. You were born to do one amazing thing, but most people spend a lifetime trying to identify what it is. If you're in a job you don't like or are unemployed, if you're in a state of transition or just can't shake that nagging feeling that you were meant and made to do something extraordinary, then the Reinvention Workshop is exactly what you need. Led by award-winning self-help author Steve Olsher, the Reinvention Workshop will forever change your life. The Reinvention Workshop takes you step-by-step through Steve's proven formula that has helped so many people get on the right path and clear about what they were born to do. Take the first step to realizing the life you deserve and desire by visiting thereinventionworkshop.com today. No more delays. No more denial. Reconnect with your true self. Learn to live with purpose and conviction and become who you were born to be. The world is waiting for you. What are you waiting for? Log on to thereinventionworkshop.com today. That's thereinventionworkshop.com. Cybersecurity is the fastest growing job sector. The San Diego Mayor's Cyber Cup encourages kids to consider computer security as an interesting course of study and a valuable career path. Securing our eCity helps lead this youth competition to create interest and awareness among students and their schools. The San Diego Mayor's Cyber Cup. Learn more at securingourecity.org or call 619-630-2444. Talk to me. Information, news, and entertainment on demand. WSRadio.com Accomplishment Coaching is proud to present the following fine programming. Accomplishment Coaching, where coaches lead and leaders coach. AccomplishmentCoaching.com Welcome to Heart Empowered Women Radio with your host, Clarice Connolly. Hello and welcome back to Heart Empowered Women Radio. I'm Clarice Connolly. I'm a women's empowerment coach who works with entrepreneurs as well as women who aren't entrepreneurs. But to support them in really getting clear on what their life purpose is, uh, breaking up self-esteem and struggling with that, and really ultimately getting women clear on what it is that they want and ready to reinvent their life. And part of that is really just like the context in which we view things, the contexts in which we, we are living life. And one of the things that got brought up for me um, this past week is just resolutions. And... A resolution by default is so black and white. You either do it or you don't, right? And there's almost like the context is either or. You either failed at your resolution or you you nailed it. And that never works in life. Like black and whites are never – it, it works right when in the right place and, you know, in work, I'm sure. But what if you could just live from the gray? Like having it both and all, both and. And – Today, we're just kind of wrapping it up and really just having you kind of revisit your relationship to the word resolution. And what if you could view it as an intention? 
and really just in summation, just self-defining what it is that you want to focus on for the year and getting clear and creating measurables as to like what that looks like. You know, we have this uh, concept of just like visually creating and getting a calendar and writing out some things in service of what your intention is. And the last piece I really want to ride home is almost like the tiny change or the tech, the takeaways, how to actually implement this conversation. Like, it's great to listen to it. It's great to pick up a book and do it, but it's like, it's not, or not do it, just read it. But it's not until you actually take on the actions that this kind of stuff sticks. And it's really about changing a habit, essentially. And really requires like building momentum. So how do you build momentum? What does that look like? Yeah, changing a habit or even implementing a new one. Right. So, you know, thinking about semantics and the wordings of things. So instead of like changing a bad habit, I'd like to just implement a good habit. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. if we have that focus around um, our intention fueled by our resolution, then, yeah, what are the positive habits you can pick up and implement? And then what are the small steps you can take each day to see that through? Right. And I love, too, when it's like when it's the word intention, I almost think of like practices. Yeah. Practices. All it is is I'm practicing. I'm practicing learning how to trust again. Like I'm practicing learning that I don't have to do everything by myself. And and practicing is enough. Like Mm -hmm. practicing insinuates that there is an action, you know, like you're focused on something. I'm going to practice this. I'm going to practice life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we were after, offered a amazing pearl of wisdom um, on the break of like really just getting clear on like, okay, if it is to feel good or to lose weight, right? Like, or to start writing a book, you know, how can you really just create that physical like location of where you want to do things? You know, if it's to start writing a book, um, we were given the metaphor of just like going to the area in which that you want to write the book every morning starting Wednesday. Right. So that's implementing like a new habit or even Mm -hmm. a behavior if you want to use that word, like writing on the calendar Mm -hmm. on on this day I'm going to spend one hour in this specific space for writing Mm -hmm. and you go to that space and you spend your hour and maybe you write one word Mm -hmm. maybe you write a hundred but you're practicing doing it right and I love I always think of this every time I um, hear people come up with goals it's like oftentimes if we're shooting an arrow it's like you know, that you pull the you pull the string back and you're like, ready, aim. And then we're like, might like aim for a long time. And then we're kind of like uh, one eyeball, maybe the other eyeball. And then you're kind of just like really just focusing on aiming. And, and then maybe, you know, the tree rustles and then you like get distracted or whatever. Maybe you don't even shoot it because you're like, man, I'm never going to make it. And then you, the longer you wait, it's like the more distraction or the things that get in the way. And it's kind of like, you know, what if it's just ready, fire, aim? Over and over again. Yeah. Right? So it's like, what if you go to that location where you want to write your book and you just get there and it's just like, maybe you don't have a plan, but maybe you sat down and you don't 
do it until the next day. Or maybe you sit down every morning for a week at 9 a.m. And you da- and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, well, now I'm in that habit because this is the place in which I'm going to write my book. And maybe it's not until the fourth day or the seventh day that you're just like, oh, I'm going to write down my, my plan of action. Like this is where. And then you start to get to like, oh, this my body knows this is this place that I'm actually going to create my book. Yeah, and I feel like in that context, it's important to come back to that um, idea of what can we do tangibly, physically mm-hmm. to promote the success of our or the carrying out of our mm-hmm. intention, I guess I want to say. So, yeah, what are the little actual physical things we can do right. that we can look back on and say, yeah, on that day, I did go to my space right. and that day. Totally. And I love the thought, too. It's like, if you, your intention is to go to the gym more, like maybe you go to the gym at 9 a.m. on Monday. Maybe your action was to just get there and then you walk in and you realize, I don't have a plan. What, do I, what body part do I want to work out today? Or like, you know what I mean? But you went, right? right? And maybe you're there to scout out your favorite locker and to plan your next exercise, but you go the next morning at 9 a.m. And maybe you only work out for 15 minutes, right? But it's like you're actually still creating so much momentum just by even just physically going. And that's the really important piece that I also want to emphasize is like celebrating your wins. Right. Celebrating. So, so when you have that um, that written out or physical thing you can see and you say, hey, let's look back at the week and mm-hmm. you see that you fell, followed through with those plans you wrote down, that's an opportunity to celebrate. Yeah. Pat yourself on the back. Absolutely. And it's like even in the day to day, right? Like I noticed that I delegated to one of my teammates. It's like, nice. I didn't have to do that by myself and I did it. Right. right. Like I made plans with my roommate, like totally didn't have to. And I did. And like, I know that's in service of a bigger picture for me. So focus on the wins, you mm-hmm. know, positive reinforcement is just so much more valuable than beating yourself up for oh missing gosh. out. Cause we do that on everything, right? Like beating yourself up is so automatic and it's so perpetual and it just keeps happening. The other piece I really want to emphasize too, is like the structures and accountability accountability meaning like there are how many other people in the world that are working on their new year's resolution right now like use that accountability like if you have some friend that was just like oh yeah mine's this have a conversation be like hey i heard this podcast or i thought about maybe trying this right if you have someone just to even to check in with like even just that kind of accountability gets you moving right you know one other person that also has a new year's resolution you know, just kind of hash it out. Be like, hey, I really want to do this. Like, what happens if you don't do it? Like, can I, what do you want me to say? Right. Like put the power in, like, what do they need? Right. And same for you. Right. Like, it's almost like having the hard conversation up front because, you know, you're trying a new thing. So it may or may not go as you intend. Yeah. What I want to say to that is keep talking about it. Mm-hmm. When people ask you, how's your new year going? Hey, I put, I intended this resolution Mm -hmm. and here are the tiny little things I've done, or here's this big thing I did towards it. Keep talking about it. Awesome. Yeah. And structures could be as easy as setting an alarm clock. Right. Maybe it's 830 because your intention is to get out of bed and be there by nine or whatever. So time flies. Unfortunately, I have like 7,000 other things I want to talk about, but it's been such a pleasure and I'm so glad that you came. And I really hope, again, if you take anything, try one thing. Try any of the small things that we talked about because ultimately, like, you get to say so. Like, you can define what it is, your relationship, what you want it to be, and what you want your year to look like. Just grab a friend and have them come along too. I'm Clarice Connolly and your Heart Empowered Women coaching. Thanks for listening. 
Do you want to be a professional coach? Are you in business trying to make a real difference with people you manage or work with? Have you started a coaching practice that isn't quite getting off the ground? Get the skills you need to be a successful coach today with the Coach's Training Program from Accomplishment Coaching. The Coach's Training Program will show you how to help others focus and be more fulfilled. Whether you want to improve your company's bottom line or create a thriving coaching practice, Accomplishment Coaching can give you the distinctions and practices you need to coach others effectively today. Accomplishment Coaching has spent six years developing a cutting-edge coaches training program that will have you ready to coach people professionally in just 12 months, and you don't have to take time off work to do it. To find out more about the Coaches Training Program, just call 1-888-548-6813. That's 1-888-548-6813. Do you love wine, but it doesn't love you back in the morning? Then it's time to try Alcotox, the ultimate hangover cure. Alcotox is a dietary supplement that reduces the harmful side effects of alcohol and it benefits all alcohol consumers, not just those who occasionally overindulge. So now, for less than the cost of a drink, you can wake up hangover-free. To learn more, go to vinvillage.com and let Alcotox make hangovers a thing of the past. I raised $8,000 to build schools for South African children. After realizing how many people go hungry in San Diego, I now volunteer at a food pantry. I'm spending the next year doing volunteer projects across three countries and helping in ways they designate to be the most helpful. The World Link program at the Joan B. Kroc Institute for Peace and Justice recognizes the potential of youth as agents of social change. Learn how you can help youth become a generation of leaders in action at peace.sandiego.edu. Hi, Scale listener. This is David Finkel, co-host with Jeff Hoffman of Scale Your Business. I wanted to let you know that our newest book, Scale, was just released and to encourage you to get your copy. The book will give you seven proven principles to grow your business and get your life back. Scale will help you work less by getting your business to produce more. Get your copy online or at your local bookseller. For more information, visit us online at scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com. Hi, this is Rob Barnett, CEO and founder of VinVillage.com and the Wine and Dine Show on VinVillage Radio. Do you have a wine, event, product, or service to promote? Then contact VinVillage.com to reach thousands of wine lovers across the country. VinVillage connects like-minded wine enthusiasts with unique and exclusive wines, events, products, and services. To learn more, contact us on VinVillage.com. VinVillage is where wine lovers connect. 